This is Crow Inquisitors, and you're about to listen to some more original fiction. God and Wine Opage sat in a muddy ditch eight miles from Estel, wondering why God made wine. It was a rather absurd setup. If the great God was really the creator of everything, from the trees to the grass to the animals, then he created grapes, too. And if God created grapes, and everyone agreed that he did, and if he was all-knowing, which everyone also agreed that he was, then he knew that people were going to let those grapes get all fermented and make people drunk. And that would be all fine and good, except for the fact that God also made a rule against getting drunk. Opage finally popped the cork off of his bottle and cursed when he almost dropped it. By the great God's name, of course. It wouldn't do to go on cursing by some other God's name. He might get jealous. The wine was dark red and earthy, and it went down his throat smooth and warm. Opage smacked his lips and let out a satisfied, ah, before taking another long drink. He tucked the bottle into the crook of his arm and leaned back against the rock that was his backrest of the evening. Now, if God knew that men were going to get drunk, Opage said to no one in particular, but he had missed the sound of his own voice. He hadn't heard it in almost four hours. And besides, he had a conundrum to work out. If God knew that, he continued, and he still went ahead and did it, he can't blame a man for partaking, can he? And maybe partaking a lot? It seems to me that God intentionally sets up men to fail. Opage sniffed and scratched one armpit through his dirty smock. He took another drink. It's all a test, is it? God does it all on purpose to see what we'll do, and he rewards those poor blokes that can't get drunk and punishes the ones that do? Maybe that's what we choose whether we'll be happy in this life or the next one. Well, I guess I'll choose this one, since it's the only one I know for sure I'm getting. No offense. He offered a half-hearted and half-handed supplication to the sky. Opage believed in God. He did. He wouldn't have stayed with his sister in that abyss-cursed cult if he wasn't God-fearing. Opage just liked to think that he could be honest with the creator of all things. If God was really God, he could handle it. So why did you make me, then? Opage asked the sky in a softer voice. A man who loves drinking, but still feels flaming guilty every time he does it. A man who will bet any when she can get his hands on, but swears off women every morning. Why'd you make me then? To torment me? Torture me till I can't take it anymore? Opage put the bottle of wine to his lips again and gulped, then gulped again, and a third time. He coughed. This wine is terrible. He heard hoofbeats in the distance. He blinked and strained his ears to make sure he wasn't just hearing things. And after a moment, he heard a man encourage his horse forward. Opage cursed and pressed himself tightly against his rock, dropping his bottle of wine in the process and watching it roll away and guzzle out the top in stuttering bursts. Curse it all the chaos, Opage grunted as he tried to make himself inconspicuous to anyone passing by the ditch. He had only stopped for a moment. The Holy Knight couldn't have caught up to him that quickly, could he? Opage shuddered involuntarily as the sort of retribution Delon could visit on him flashed through his mind. Maybe he did care about being happy in the next life. The horse began to slow its pace, and Opage realized that it was coming from the wrong direction. Not from Estol at all, but from Lucerta. Well, who could that be? Opage was still on alert, his body ready to run at the first sign of danger, but his mind was beginning to grow curious. He peeked out ever so slightly from behind the rock to see a rider approaching, dressed in black leather and a dark cloak billowing behind him. And it was a him, 
A man with long, dark brown hair pulled back into a bun, and a thin beard gracing his chin. Definitely not Dallin, though there was something about the man that seemed similar, a menacing presence the two warriors shared. Yes, definitely a warrior. A sword was strapped to his back, a huge sword that hung diagonally off the man's frame, probably the only way he could wear it on a horse like that. Well, don't want to get involved, Opage thought to himself. Just lay low and let him pass. Opage started to lower himself back down behind the boulder when the darkly dressed rider pulled his horse to a stop parallel to the ditch and seemed to look around for something. Opage knew he should stop staring, but something about the man's presence commanded attention. The man turned to look directly into Opage's eyes. Opage yelped and fell back behind the rock, heart pounding. He lay there for a few tense moments before he heard the man's voice project across the distance to him. He sounded Serrano, but there had been something about his face that seemed decidedly not Garrick. I know you're back there. No reason to hide now. Come on out where I can see you. Opage swallowed and slowly came out from his hiding place, half crawling, half stumbling to stand. Hail and well met, traveler, he said, holding up a hand in greeting. What brings you to... He looked around at the muddy ditch he stood in. This random crap hole. The man revealed no change of emotion on his face, continuing to bore into Opage with ferocity. Are you familiar with the village of Estel? Opage twitched. Uh, yes, sir, your honor, uh, guy with a sword. Born and raised there, actually. My sister's a Fletcher. I see. Has there been any disturbance of late? The dark rider was almost completely still as he sat astride his horse, and everything about the stoic man unnerved him. Disturbance, my lord? Opage said. No title he used seemed to get a reaction from the man. Who was he? Another member of the church, coming for the friends of the one? What kind of disturbance? Opage ventured to ask. Hm, the man grunted, almost as if, instead of asking a question, Opage had answered one. Very well. He turned his horse as if to leave. I don't understand, Opage said, frowning. I haven't told you anything. The man was ignoring him, starting his horse into a walk and then a trot. Sir, I didn't even get your name or your purpose. How do I know that you don't mean my neighbor's harm? Opage was feeling brave now, even belligerent. Maybe it was the wine's fault, or the beer he had had this morning, or the ale before that. The man reined in his horse and looked back over his shoulder. His eyes hardened. My name is Dalis. No drunkard, I don't wish your neighbor's harm. Only those who would seek to unleash the horrors that dwell in the shadows. I'll give you a piece of advice. Don't go to Lucerta. I wouldn't even stay in Saran. Find the farthest corner of this world and try to live what meager life you can before this all falls apart. And pray to God that will be enough. Opage raised an eyebrow. That seems a tad dramatic. Only if you lack the proper context, Dalis said. And trust me, I don't. Without another word, the man turned and rode off into the deepening dusk, black cloak flapping in the wind behind him. Opage watched him go, and when he was no longer in sight, he looked around at his ditch again. He saw his discarded bottle and remembered with annoyance the emptying of its contents. He leaned down and snatched the wine up, lifting the vessel to his lips and finishing the last dribbles of liquid. That man had invoked God's name, probably a believer then. Well, in that case, Opage would take it as a message from the great God himself. He would get out of this country and never look back. Good riddance to the whole place anyway.
Opage glanced inside his bottle and screwed up his face. Totally and completely empty. He would leave. He would. But first, he needed more wine. The man formerly known as the village idiot of Estel turned on his heel and started on the road to Lucerta, whistling the melody to a bar song about a lusty farm girl. Why did God make wine if every bottle was destined to run dry? Well, so a man would get off his behind and find more, of course. Thank <laughs> you.